get the best of Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on the podcast. For surprisingly good insurance, it's SGIO. He comes up with a few beauties when he's live <laughs> and when he's hanging with us. He's like a mate of ours. Lawrence Moody's back in town. Wow, I'll tell you what. Now, Thank about, you very much. Talk about parenting Clancy. information off air. <laughs> yes. Well, that's all part of the show. I won't say it on air because... Uh, no. It's not appropriate. Uh, it's not appropriate. <laughs> it's not, but you do have a teenager and we've been talking <laughs> yes. about our teenagers with you. Mm. <laughs> that's right. Shane's got a 15-year-old and I've got a 15-year-old and they're the other two sides of the gender divide. Yes. yes. So 15-year-old yeah. boys and girls are looking at one another and seeing what? 15-year-old boys are saying, oh, 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 look at that beautiful girl. And 15-year-old girls, I don't think they're really looking at 15-year-old boys, are they? They're looking a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. My, that's true. Girl, yeah. yeah. Remember when we were 15, guys? Yes. Leaving you out of this, Kim. Okay, Remember yeah. it well. The, all the girls would ignore you. In fact, your own age group would ignore you. Yeah. And then you but get the to a point. the sevens, they thought you were great. <laughs> no, but you can't go low when you're 15. I know. You can go low when you're in your 40s. That's right. <laughs> I went low. Uh, I know you went low. Yeah. Low, low, low. You went low. No, my wife's 16 years younger than me. So yeah. This is some of the research wife. Shane does when we right. have guests. No, He's like, I'm... right, let's see who his wife is. No, Google's I know like... the story behind this guy. 16 years. Giddy up. Yeah, well, and, and I actually actually didn't consider myself an option. I thought, you know, no fool like an old fool. Yeah. And she cracked onto me. Bam! Hey, winner! Yeah. yeah. You went lower than Flow Rider, my friend. She's just in it for the money. She wants my $17,000. Yay! <laughs> and, the, and the Toyota. That's right. She wants to get her hands on my Toyota Camry. It's got new tyres, though. <laughs> well, I had a prenuptial. <laughs> you know, uh, Lawrence, whenever we have guests in, we get this awesome like media release about your show, telling oh, yes. us all about you in case we didn't know who you were. Um, and what <laughs> I like is that it's got some quotes on there to help the show go along, and it says, mm. Mooney has a great stage presence, very likable, and even a little charming. I mean, is that a backhanded compliment? Is wow, that that's on offensive? the press release. Is little it? charming. Yeah, a little, right. even a little charming, as if they were surprised. Well, uh, that's that's got to come off that press release because that sounds really bad. <laughs> that sounds so lame, doesn't it? You know yeah. what? He's likable, and you'll probably, you know... Don't even go. Uh, <laughs> just stay home. Just stay home and make a cup of tea and have a cherry. Has roll. He got a Jamie Oliver, the naked chef. <laughs> You're a little bit charming. People didn't listen to it. Your shows no. have sold out, so it's fine. Um, yeah, so the shows at His Madge mm-hmm. are sold out, and I've got an extra one at the Mount Lawley Bowling Club on Sunday at 6 o'clock. Oh, Mother's Day gig. Mother's Day hey, gig. Was that talking? Oh, bring your mum along. Actually, yeah. <laughs> bring your That'd mum, be great. Bring your mum along. Yeah, okay. She will love the show. In fact, I... I reckon I probably skew female in my demographic. I just got all radio on your asses, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I'm, I'm going to call mum and say he's a little bit charming too. Yes, she'll be likable. Actually, what are your fans like, mate? Do they bring you uh, goodies or gifts or treats or anything? Yes. Like? Well, last night, some in last year's show, I talked about how I'd uh, given up drinking and I replaced that with chocolate right. because I like Dangerous. a red wine right. and uh, my body was craving sugar, so I started eating a lot of chocolate and crunchy was my chocolate of choice. Go to. I am not sponsored. Because <laughs> um, I just like that, you know, the build-up of the honeycomb on the teeth and then you have the hot cup of tea. Mm. It's like, mm, you feel it, it and it yep. melt it, melts it off. It's, dunk it's, it. It's like my Catholic boy need for absolution. So last <laughs> night, um, an audience member brought crunch, a crunchy and just left it on the stage. 
like a, a weird offering. That's cool. Like, That's nice. I'm watching you. Did you eat it? Because sometimes when people bring in like cakes to the studio and they say, here you go, Shane, here's this no, cake for I, you. Shane's like, I'm not eating that. I, I'm careful of not eating anything a listener's given me. Because <laughs> you just be. never know. Is that icing sugar? Yeah. <laughs> so you have a, a food tester like an Amir or a king. They could have stirred it with their toes. <laughs> yeah, it has to be very carefully packaged. Yeah. Very carefully, I think. I did uh, have a, I, I scored a little bit of a stalker uh, oh. a couple of years ago. And um, she probably isn't in Perth, but who knows? Right. Who knows where she'll turn up? Yeah. yeah. Because she came along to a show and uh, some friends that work at a cafe near me came to the show and she asked them for a job and then... One morning, I go to the cafe just around the corner from my house, oh, no. and there she is behind the counter, oh, didn't smiling. Know. They mm. didn't know. Mm. Anyway, she offered me food, oh, and yeah. I thought, this is it. And, and she <laughs> said, try it. She was doing the, <laughs> go on, try it. And I really nervously bit into what was a cronut, the cross between a donut oh, yeah, and yeah, a yeah. croissant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Yeah. Okay. I woke up in a cupboard, uh, bound and bad. <laughs> With no kidney. <laughs> Hey, Lawrence, can best, I... It was the best three weeks of my life. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you, I, I spoke off air and said, were you in Utopia, fantastic uh, comedy, won the Logie, blah, blah, blah. Do you pursue television or... Do... Yeah, I do a little bit of acting. Um, I wasn't in Utopia, but what am I in, in an acting capacity? I did uh, It's a Date, Peter Hellyer's two shows. In yep. fact, yep. I played... A commercial radio and, and I remember it. a guy who'd been in commercial radio for too long <laughs> called the Pig. Yeah, <laughs> Shane, I'm not looking at you when I say that. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. His, fine. Sign, his, his call sign was. <laughs> uh, oh, right. Anyway, it was a pig noise. Uh, he used to do pranks, and so we put our our heads together of all the worst people we'd met in commercial radio and made it into one very insecure. Sad, lonely man who ends up in regional radio at fifty. <laughs> Actually, no. Tony Martin's got a character of that guy. Yeah, he's yeah. got that guy of, of commercial radio as well. I forget. So we've name. all got that. We've all met that guy. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and I remember, you know, coming into commercial radio, and you have this image of the person behind the mic, yeah. and you think, "Wow, they're cool. They've played all the songs I love." And then you meet them and you go, wow, your jeans are too high. <laughs> yeah. Your jeans are way too high. Or too tight, as the case may be. But that, or too no, you, tight and too high. You get really jaded too because you played these songs a million times and you hate everything on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> What is the what is the male version of the camel toe? Has it got a has it got a word? Is it There's a few words we can't use here. I can, yeah. There's also a few things I shouldn't Google at work, and that's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. right. Yeah, the word knuckle comes to mind, but anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, and mo- a moose. moose knuckle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we sorted that out. We did yeah. because I think that that is a crime against fashion and humanity when a man's <laughs> pants are too tight to us. Oh, like, so many Whoa. Uh, Plug this Mother's Day gig again for us, mate. Seeing you're doing the radio thing. I I am at Mount Lawley and uh, Mount Lawley Bowling Club. Six o'clock on Sunday is the only show that I've got left. So then I do that and I get the red eye back to Melbourne. Oh, so right. people can't even see you at the bars anymore. No, they can't. I, Unless they're yes, serving crunchies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a massive fat guy with chocolate all over my face. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm off the booze. Lawrence Moody. But my liver's shutting down from chocolate abuse. <laughs> Mate, have a great weekend. Hope it's huge. Hope you get more chocolate on the stage. Thank you very much. We'll compare notes. I'll get my girl to send you uh, your girl on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, everywhere. And we'll leave Shane's uh, <laughs> son out of the loop. I'll be looking at both. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Checking him out. Shut up.
Isuzu are talking amazing deals on D-Max Ute with a 4x4 LSM from just $39,990 drive away. And Clazy Shane and Kimber are talking footy with Hayden Valentine from the Fremantle Dockers. Top of the wazoo, top of the AFL. The Dockers are flying, playing the Bombers tomorrow night. Hayden Valentine. Fellas, how are you, mate? Pretty good, guys. Yourself? Yeah, good. Mate, told you off here that I watched your game last week from the hospital bed. Um, I didn't think you played that well. Now, um, <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Good start. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm just, you know, because I was, I was giving you, uh, building you up. And I had one of the guys that was in the ward with me watching you, and I said, I oh, watched this guy, he's good. Mm. And uh, you did. Didn't weren't. deliver. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So no, tell, tell was, us, how um, did you feel about the game? Yeah, and no, I, was, I was struggling a bit. I cramped up pretty bad in the third quarter, just haven't missed two weeks of footy. You can't keep that match simulation going when you're just running around an oval kind of mm. thing. So especially when it's, hard it's to, you, you're running 25 k's in a game, mate. I'm yeah, you. yeah. So that and that's the other thing. Like my style of game is you know, sprint, jog, sprint, jog, and you just can't simulate that mm. running around an oval. So um, I'll definitely be better for the run this week. You know, once you get one game in, normally you get your match fitness back. So hopefully I'll be uh, cherry ripe and does, popping this weekend. How does your partner go when you've had a bad day at the office? Do you? Do you go <laughs> home and sulk? No, I do. I, I don't sulk. I'm, I'm very quiet. Like, I don't talk a lot. And um, she. <laughs> Where so are you that? Basically, that is sulking, when isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Basically, no, it's sulking. When, when he's been in here, he's like that. Like, yeah. on the weeks where you've been suspended and you haven't been able to play, you're a bit like. Yeah, I'm a bit, down, guys. bit down the dumps and that. But no, nah, I, I try to keep a. Uh, Try to keep a smile on my face and not let not let it. Um, so it's hell for much. her. It's not hell. She just has a very quiet week. <laughs> I talk too much. There's yeah. always next week, yeah. Yeah, fellas. Exactly. The rules of sport are always progressing. They're always changing. What's the footy rule that you wish would be dropped or at least reviewed? Punching guys in the head. <laughs> yeah, anything, anything that gets you suspended. Page fighting. Yeah. Oh, I think it's just having a having. The, the rules, you, I don't like changing the rules too much. Like the game's, the game's so good. Like you shouldn't, we shouldn't need to change it too much. But a bit of clarity on a few rules, I suppose. Like the pushing in the back or diving on the ball. That that rule. Like mm. if we can get it consistent, I suppose a lot of players would be happy with that. But yeah, I don't think we need to change too much because you know I like the game the way it is. So mm. leave it as it is. Mate, as a fan for all of this time and uh, watching you guys every uh, every week, yeah, I reckon Subban, Main, Clancy, Pierce, Zach, Clark, Ibbotson, these kind of guys. It's not the fifey type guys that uh, these are the guys that take us to the next level. When you you you're twenty five or thirty players in the first thirty on the squad are all so close between the top and the and the, the bottom of that list. These guys are really lifted. Yeah, exactly, and it's proven that you need at least thirty or thirty two guys to win a win a premiership. You mm. need them thirty players to be playing at their best footy so you can choose pick and choose who's going to you know fill the role the best for the, that week so you know we got Fifey, Dave Mundy, Hilly, Mick Barlow those kind of guys yeah. who can tear, tear apart a game themselves Lucky Neil and then Clancy Pierce bobs up last week wow, and has 31 well. disposals yeah. like it's, yeah. it's, it's you know it's, it's pretty um it's a it's a pretty good environment to be in at the moment. When Tendai Mazungu can't get a game you're going well. Mm, yeah mm. exactly you know, yeah. he's he's been stiff cuz you know he's such a great player and yeah. Um, he's, he's he got squeezed out, so he, but he's he's gone back and and played some really good waffles. So yep. you know he's giving himself every chance to get back in the side. Hayden, I said off air that I uh, dislike the bombers. I think they were my words. I don't think they were your words, <laughs> but we'll go no. with that. <laughs> Is there a side uh, in the competition that you dislike more than any others? Like I, I really hope you flog the bombers. I don't like them. Oh, you've asked me this before, and I think I answered. Uh, West, West Coast, West Coast, West Coast. <laughs> oh, no, no, West Coast. <laughs> no, not not really. Like you don't. 
you don't hate any team really. Like they're they're still off the field. They're still most of them are a good bunch of blokes. Right, most, most of them. Most, most of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you, yeah, you don't hate any other any other team any more than another. You just you really once that you cross that white line, they're, they're the enemy, and you just want to beat them. Mm. Once you get once you get back off the line, you're yep. uh, you're good to go. I'm sorry, no. I'm a, a person that hates teams. Yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> you're he, just, fan, he mate. throws the word around easily. Fellas, uh, <laughs> what are you doing for your mum on Mother's Day? Not sure yet. Hopefully, I can still walk after the game, so that'll be a tick to start with. Um, I think we're just gonna have a bit of a breakfast or something, and um, we actually have to go in and get a flu shot Monday, uh, Sunday morning. So oh. that, that <laughs> takes out the first bit of uh, Mother's Day for us. But um, yeah, haven't really given it too much. What about your yet. partner? You got to yeah. get her something sweet. You've got to get something. Yeah, went went uh, went mm. shopping yesterday with the girls and picked out a picked out a couple of little presents. So she's been a bit spoilt this week this year. What a guy. Cool. Good nice. on you, mate. Go get them. Go get those bombers. No worries. The juice. LA police were called to Chris Brown's mansion last night after he found a naked woman in his bed. He doesn't, found? Yep. He doesn't know who she is. Oh, he, he didn't put her there. No, no. Right. He got home after a few days in Vegas and he found I Love You spray painted all over the kitchen bench. Mm. And then he went to his bedroom, found her laying naked in his bed. Mm. And police believe this 21-year-old girl has been in the house a little while while he was gone because there were food scraps. In the there house. Were, there were dirty dishes. Uh, it turns out that she also spray-painted the words Mrs. Brown across his Rolls-Royce and his Range Rover. How does that even happen? The guy lives in a mansion in LA and this girl has managed to find her way into his place and live there for a few days. Maybe she's um, adept at breaking in. I don't know. Well, that guy, <laughs> I love Sounds that he like actually it. answered it. <laughs> I don't know. Now, <laughs> Master Chef have already kicked someone off the island, Shane. It mm. happened in no time. The top 24 I'm were announced. reading it right now. Mm. Yeah, they were announced on Wednesday night and last night too. Turns out they're just too good. Mario has already been booted from the kitchen because he withheld information about his experience in cooking. This is, is this what went the down. This smooth Italian who had the girls all over him yes, on the second night. Okay. That's the one. The guidelines for MasterChef are very specific with regard to previous experience. Since the judges' auditions, Mario has told us that he does not fulfill those guidelines. So sadly, Mario will not be joining us today. In his place, the next in line for the white apron, Jesse. Not joining us today or ever. He was. He actually was the head chef for five months at Nobu in Perth. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that. But he, you know, the guy he, that he no, worked he with some... did say he was a head chef for five months. But he claims it was just helping out in the kitchen making salads and uh, washing, washing dishes. Well, yeah, washing mm. washing dishes as well. But yes, yeah, so that's a bit rough. Also, too, I don't know if this is a good thing, but the Griswolds are back. It's a sequel to National Lampoon's Vacation. Right. The movie is called just Vacation. And Chevy Chase and Beverly and D'Angelo are back. Cameos? Well, as a person um, who's seen previous instalments, one hopes Beverly D'Angelo doesn't get her gear off. Um, <laughs> she you know must what? be approaching 70. I'll tell you what, though, standing next to Chevy Chase, she doesn't look too bad. Really? Mate. Yeah, oh. My dad can stand next to Chevy Chase and look like uh, something special. We saw her in Entourage and she's got a deeper voice than Chevy now. Yeah, look, here is a little bit of okay. the National Lampoon's new movie, Vacation. Wally World, here we come. Look who made it. Hi, Dad. Morning, Rusty. This family's in a rut. <laughs> we gotta shake things up. We're driving to Wally World. What? 
My trip to Wally World when I was a kid was the best time I ever had. So you want to redo your vacation from 30 years ago? This will be completely different. I've never even heard of the original vacation. Doesn't matter. The new vacation will stand on its own. No, oh, okay. if you're forever a 15-year-old boy, you'll love it. Yeah, and if you recognise some of those voices, it's Ed Helms from The Hangover. He's starring as Chevy's grown-up son, Rusty. And there's also Christina Applegate, Chris Hemsworth and Leslie Mann. So, producer Greg says it looks funny. Um, Chris Hemsworth, mm. Thor's in it. Did yeah. you really say Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just sort of fright. Thor. Yeah, and okay. Leslie Mann. Talk about a career Leslie, mistake. Leslie Look, Mann is gorgeous. If it's rubbish, we'll blame Greg, the producer. Okay. <laughs> Get the best of Clairsy, Shane and Kimber on the podcast. For surprisingly good insurance, it's SGIO.